You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Are you ready for God's word this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. Now, hold your Bible in your hand before you take your seat and let's read the portion of the scripture together. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> we started a journey on Wednesday, right? If you were not around on Wednesday, please get the message. I'm going to say a few things from Wednesday today, but then uh, you will need to get the message to understand where we are coming from. Alright? Praise the Lord. Let me say it again. Everybody get where is this message. Alright? So, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, we start from verse 3. Are you there? The Bible says, For we, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. That's quite straightforward, right? We walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of what was that? Okay, the next one, verse 5. Casting down was, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every was. So the obedience of Christ. Three words are very important there. First one is thoughts. The next one is knowledge. And the third one is imagination. We have started talking about spiritual warfare and about some things about the realm of the spirit. So understand these three things. Thoughts, imagination, knowledge. Thoughts are supposed to be brought to the obedience of Christ. Imaginations are cast down. And knowledge also, that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. And, <laughs> amen. amen. Hallelujah. So we started, can I have your seats? Thank you, choir, God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh dear Lord Jesus, help us this morning, again. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. So, let me start from where we started from on Wednesday. We started by looking at, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, you remember? Let's read it again. The Bible says over there that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. <laughs> Amen. You know, so many people don't know this. That's why the Bible is letting us know the importance of this thing. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Your enemies are not physical beings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We wrestle not. So the, the part we read earlier says, we walk in the flesh. That means we operate as human beings, but we do not walk after the flesh. When we want to operate spiritually, when we want to fight a battle, we don't fight flesh and blood. And our battle, so we walk in the flesh. We wear jeans and t-shirts, but we do not walk after the flesh. Visible people can never be your enemy. Is somebody with me? So that's what I said. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And we went deep into that on Wednesday. 
We are wrestling, but it's not against flesh and blood. There is a warfare going on, and it's not against flesh and blood. Mm. Even though the manifestation of the warfare is through flesh and blood. When there is a decision in the heavenlies to frustrate a Christian, it can be your boss, your cousin, your relative. Now, they are being used, but it's not them. Hallelujah. When your attention is on flesh and blood, you have missed your point. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, we wrestle not. This is why we don't nag and get angry with an individual. But the Bible says, against principalities. Against powers. Those are strong words. Against rulers of darkness of this world. And against spiritual wickedness. For the Bible to have called this spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Or some translations, some of the translations, they say wicked spirits in heavenly places. They are wicked. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that this is what we are contending with. And we began to look at that on Wednesday. I won't go fully into everything we share on Wednesday, but just to mention a few. So remember I went to the vision that Daniel saw. Uh, to be able to start properly today, we might need to refer back to that vision again. There's something I want to show you from these things that we are talking about. So let's read Daniel chapter 10. Hallelujah. Are, are, you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> we also mentioned... <laughs> Oh, everybody, once you are born into this world, an angel is assigned to you. The number of angels working with you will increase by the anointing level that you are in or the spiritual assignment that you are given. Everybody has an angel. So Jesus said concerning little children that their angels are always in heaven beholding the face of his father. So the angels don't leave you because you grew up. They are always there. But all of us here don't have equal number of angels. Now, this is the other side of it. Because there are some similarities uh, between God and the, God and devil. Are not, they are not the same, but some uh, parallels. God is spiritual. Satan is a spirit being also. God has angels working with him. Satan has demons working with him. Hallelujah. God is invisible to the naked eye. Satan is invisible to the naked eye. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> so, you have demons assigned to everybody. When they use the term open heaven, they are referring to a state where the demon operating around you has been rendered parallel or paralyzed. Totally useless. So, when the forces operating against you have been rendered useless, you have a kind of heaven's atmosphere around you. God's perfect will for everybody is to be full of health, to be full of joy, and to prosper. Once it is not so, the work of this strange spirit, they are called foul spirits in the air, is to frustrate people to make sure that every day is with agony, nagging, and pain. Are you following? Yes, Praise the Lord. When they prevail, like the ants of Moses. When the ants went, when the ant went up, Israel prevailed. When the forces are let loose and oppressing, you experience sorrow upon sorrow. You experience frustration. 
And that is where everything just doesn't make sense. But when the presence of God prevails, you have a refreshing atmosphere around you. Now, this is what I started with on Wednesday. It is possible to have this glorious atmosphere every day. Every nation, and that's what we're about to see in Daniel now, has demonic spirit attached to the nation. Every family. So we have four categories. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness or wicked spirit in heavenly places. Hallelujah. That's why you see patterns in some families. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Are you following me? Either in some place they just don't get married on time. Until somebody renders that spirit powerless. It continues to manipulate events over the lives of those people around. So every individual has gotten an angel and a demon. Or some demons and some angels. Depending on who you are. And, but at least one one. Every family has gotten one. The one in charge of the family will be stronger than the one in charge of an individual. Every city. So there is a prince of Ikeja. There is a prince of Nigeria. I want to show you by the time we are getting to this end, end of this message. Maybe next week or so. How Christians will open an atmosphere of glory around yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says the children of this world they are wiser in their generation than the children of light. This is all that people do when they offer rituals. They appeal and appeal to the spirit that is around that region. That it might let them pass by and they begin to have prosperity. They just appeal to the spirit. A guy is sick, the son is not making sense, not selling, is frustrated. There is a, and what I want to show this morning, which we'll get fully into second service, is that these things they operate by thought pattern. I will show you some examples in the Bible. Right now, as we are here, somebody's going to talk about you tomorrow. Now, the thoughts that people have to part time are either being manipulated by demons or being orchestrated by angels. And based on the person thinking about how they perceive, whoever they yield to will determine the kind of result that you get. So when we tell people to pray, they don't understand. Why is when someone get born again and you know they come to church and you don't understand the meaning of making sure the Lord of your life. If you do, you won't hesitate. All these holding back, guys who play one leg in church, one leg out, they just don't understand that they are giving forces of authority over them. And it's beyond you, it goes down to your children. Many don't know. Are you following me? Yes, Hallelujah. Jesus said, the son of, us, son of man said to free, you are free indeed. Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So let's, let's, let's look at something from Daniel. The Bible says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, King of what? King of what? I want to show you something. <laughs> a thing was revealed to Daniel. Whose name was Belshazzar. The thing was true. But the appointed time was what? Anytime something is getting long. Dragging. The Bible said the thing was true. But it was long. So Daniel started praying. Verse 2. In those days, our Daniel was mourning three full weeks. Verse 3. See, this is why Jesus said, this kind does not go, I said, by prayer and fasting. I ate no pleasant bread. Neither came wine or flesh to my mouth. Neither did I annoy myself at all. Till three whole weeks were passed. So, he was just taking some drinks. He didn't really eat any heavy food. And, you know, he was fasting. And then, something happened. In the 24th day of the first month, 
As I was by the river, the great river, which is Edekel, then I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed, that's an angel, kneeling, and then find gold of verse 6. His body was like berry, his face was like parents of lightning. His eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and feet like color of polished brass. I told you before, don't pray to see an angel. You might collapse. <laughs> and his words like the voice of a multitude. Verse 7. Amen. I and Daniel alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them, so they fled to hide themselves. <laughs> they didn't even wait to see. <laughs> they must be Nigerians. <laughs> Verse 9. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are quick to escape from trouble. That's the Nigerians. Therefore I was left alone, and I saw the great vision. Now I want to go to the words that the angel spoke to Daniel, and I want us to see something. Hallelujah. Where is that verse where the angel started talking? That from the first day you said that I had to pray. He said, Daniel, O man greatly beloved, understand the word that I speak to you and stand upright, for I am sent to you and to speak to you. Verse 12. Then he said, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day, everybody say, first day, that you set your heart to understand, thy words were heard, and I am here for your words. He said, Daniel, the moment you started praying, when you said, Father, I was sent immediately. He said, but it took me 21 days to get here because something happened. Let's read on. Next verse. He said, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia. He said, from the first day I was sent with the answer. But as I was coming, <laughs> the prince of the kingdom of Persia, remember who was the king? Cyrus, the king of Persia. That's what the Bible says. Now the prince of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Next verse. Now I am come to make you understand what shall befall thy people in the last days. Now go to uh, the last verse. Just before the last verse. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somehow the angel decided to explain to Daniel, first of all, what made the request very long. And thank God for a very honest angel. Some translation put it this way. He said, I was detained by the prince of Persia. That when I was coming, and I will show you the reason. Now I just want to say, our things are manipulated in the spirit and they have reflection in the physical world. This will help us to pray when we pray. We must have an understanding of why we pray. What prayer does. And how to pray God's word effectively. To have influence. Hallelujah. Are, are, are you with me? When results are poor, it is because of the dark atmosphere around us. You know, Pastor Ebi was telling me, I told him, well, when he first went to, for, for American visa, you know, he sat down there, he just noticed this dark cloud around him, and he began to pray. I started praying, joy bubbled forth inside him, and he began to say, the beauty of the Lord is upon me. The beauty of the Lord is upon me. And when he showed up before the white man, he said, your tie is beautiful. That's what beauty, you, you understand? I'm showing you that when he cleared the atmosphere and the spirit, the man saw the tie, but it was not the tie. Are you with me? It was just that beauty came in instead of ugliness. Something that would make the man naturally to look at you and say no. Made him to see a beautiful tie. Because when the anointing is working, it comes through something in the physical. And that's what I want to show us. In a while, are, you, are you understanding me? Yes, sir. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. 
we will look at a few examples, but second service will look at more. He said that, knowest thou that when I come to thee, now I will return to fight the prince of Persia. And when I'm gone forth, lo, the prince of Gracia shall come. I read that just to show us something very serious. After that, so what was the angel? What was he saying there? He said, 21 days I was detained. Michael came to help me. He said, I'm going back to continue the battle. When I go, he said, the prince of Gracia. In other words, he was telling Daniel that I will go back. I'm going to conquer the prince of Persia. But when I'm done with the prince of Persia, the prince of Gracia will come. Now, according to what is, I said on Wednesday, this will make anybody to believe the word of God. These are not only found in the Bible. These are stories that are in world history. Have you heard about Alexander the Great? He was from Greece and from Grecian Empire. Now, Cyrus could not fight Alexander because Cyrus did not know what has happened in the spirit. Cyrus became the world ruler because the prince of Persia was reigning. He was the king of Persia on the throne. But there was a principality called prince of Persia that empowered him from the realm of the spirit. Things don't, things don't just happen in the physical realm. When it's election time, people better pray. It is those who manipulate things of the spirit that will win outside there. You should have seen enough of that in Nigeria. That's how people offer sacrifice a lot before they go into politics. And some Christians don't know. You know, some Christians, I want to go into politics. A Christian can't pray for three hours. He can't pray for his good. He just wants to waste his time. Mess up, mess up himself. He does not understand Jack. If you are a Christian and you are stepping out there, you need more prayers than a pastor. A pastor is dealing with many of you are Christians. You are good people. So I'm dealing with good people. You are going out there to deal with devils firsthand. And you are not prayerful. You are dealing with men who wash themselves with blood before they come out. And you are not praying. Prayer meeting, you are not there. You come for only Sunday, come towards the end of praise, worship, or the mercy, and then, and then you want to face somebody. All day and night is dining with the devil. Not with a long spoon. It eats me. From when I was in school, Christians who go to politics are the ones who are not very... They are not strong spiritually. They are going to disgrace Jesus Christ there. We are the governor in Augusta there who was born and used to pray in tongues. He so much disappointed Jesus Christ. He said that he was saying that Bacha was his God. And he came in as a believer. When people don't understand what they are stepping into, what you are going to be, you are dealing with devils. Men who don't mind killing anybody to go all the way. Just to have what they want to have. Amen. But let's, let's understand. But we just want to get to the. I mean, that, those are the extremes. We just understand. <laughs> he said, I have come. I'm going to find. So, Alexander the Great came up. Cyrus didn't know. Cyrus was ruling, but he did not know why he was ruling. He didn't know that he was the king, but there was a principality called the Prince of Persia who was empowering him. When the angel dislodged the Prince of Persia, this is what happened per time. In the realm of the spirit, there can never be a vacuum. Somebody, if there is light, darkness will go out. If there is no light, darkness will come in. Are you with me? Is, is that understood? So there cannot be a vacuum. So when the prince of Persia fell, because Michael and this guy finished him, the prince of Gracia came. And the next thing, according to world history, Alexander with soldiers less than 10,000 conquered Cyrus with almost a million soldiers and they could not understand. Why? Because <laughs> Second Kings chapter 6 verse 16 I want to show you something from there. It is not what you see physically. Hallelujah. You know, <laughs> is everybody getting me this morning? 
Hallelujah. So this is the term that people can explain very well and they call open heaven. I understand what they mean. Technically, in the language of New Testament, there is nothing like Jesus open heaven. But you see, there is, on, there is no general open heaven. I know it's a term they use to describe something. So let me just use it for lack of words. But there can be heaven upon an individual. And when it increases, you can bring others under it. And this is how to bring in your family. The Bible says that a believing wife can sanctify her husband. We will explain that another day. Are you, are you following me? But there is a kind of light that can shine around you that can actually influence other people. God has brought some of you here from your family that you might be able to set others free and help them. But you yourself are not even getting it right. Are you, are you, are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember, so how did, how did Alexander do it? Somebody must have, he must have studied the fact that the Prince of Gracia fell. So, Prince of Persia, he saw it when he fell. Then he came in. And Cyrus did not know. He had 120 nations under him when he was the president. He thought it was his mental military powers. He did not know that these things happened because as at that time, the Prince of Persia was ruling over the entire world. And the king of Persia will be ruling over the world physically also. But when the angel conquered the prince of Persia, and he said the prince of Gracia will come. When the prince of Gracia showed up, Alexander also, a man of Greece on earth, became the world champion. He finished Cyrus and he became world ruler. Now Cyrus did not know why his one million army fell before 10,000 Grecian guys under Alexander. And this is the reason in verse 16. You remember this story. When Elijah woke up in the morning and they were surrounded by soldiers. And the young man said that, my master, what shall we do? People have misquoted the scripture that they that be with us are more than them. He did not say that we are more than them. He used the right spiritual terminology. He said they that be with us are more than they that be with them. No matter the force on earth, when they that be with them, which means the spiritual force behind them is unplugged, the force will fall down before you. Missionaries have attempted some villages and they were all massacred there. I remember Mr. Dejumo had an experience. They were crossing to go and preach in the village. They both capsized, they all died except her as a young woman. Out of zeal, I had to go and preach in the village, not understanding some of these things I'm saying. That except to bring down their prince, you are a recipe for disaster. They didn't know. Every nation has spirit governing it. Every family. And they try to keep people at a level. That nobody in the family rises to a particular level. But if any man be in Christ. But you must have this understanding. Hallelujah. They that be with us. And when the guy's eyes, when, the, when, the, when God opened his eyes, he saw multitude. He saw that they outnumbered. So, those guys that came against Elisha were being backed by some. That's why we started with that scripture. We wrestled not against flesh and blood. Elisha knew that it wasn't about the physical army surrounding him. Unplug something behind them and that will end. Are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Many years ago, a man of God was met by armed robbers. And the Spirit of God just led him to say that. Say in the name of Jesus Christ, I command the Spirit using you to depart. I bind that Spirit moving you. 
They came, pointed the gun at him, pulled down the gun back and said, Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And they left. Something moved them. Now, some of the stories I want to read in the Bible. I, I want to, I will just read one. And the second service will go full into this. Let's read, I want, I want us to read second, second, <laughs> thank you Lord Jesus. First King chapter 20. First King 20. Second service, I'm going to talk about Esther. And I will show you the moment God promoted Esther. Our man also was promoted. Light will forever be verse of darkness. I said there won't be any... Immediately, Esther was crowned queen. Chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible said that the king just started promoting a man also. Because the devil too, he had his own agenda at that time. But God is faster than the devil. Greater is it that is in us than the one that is in the world. Hallelujah. This is why I will end it where Paul said, pray with all types of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. He said that for a reason. This is how you influence thoughts going on around you, everywhere, even where you are not. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything in this world is about, why do they, they, there are some brands. You don't know anything about that name, but you like the brand that you keep buying. These ideas, these waves of thoughts, they rule the world. Somebody stands before three shops, he says, I'm going inside this one. Honestly speaking, I've always asked myself, also, when you want to go and buy something, why I will park in a particular place and go, when there are 16 people selling the same thing, why always this one? These things are not, that's what I'm showing you. Now, look at this. Another king of Saudi, he gathered all his hosts and 32 kings, and then uh, he went to tell Ahab that he besieged Samaria. Samaria is in Israel, or was in Israel at that time. Verse 2. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, and said to him, Don't say, Benadai, thy silver, thy gold, thy wives also, and your children, they are mine. They were, these are real terrorists. <laughs> we don't, we don't, not going to have many of them like that again. Can you imagine? He took over a country, he stood at their gates, and he sent the soldiers inside. He said, Go and tell the king inside that your gold, your silver, your wives, and your children, they are mine. And look at what the guy said. He said, No problem. <laughs> He said, I am dying. All that I have is yours. Verse 5. And the messenger came back and said, Don't see Ben Hadad, saying, Although I have sent to thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver, thy gold, thy wife, and thy children, yet I will send my servant to thee by tomorrow, about this time. They will search your house, and the house of, house, houses of thy servants, and it shall be that whatever they find that is attractive, they will take it. Verse 7. Then the king said, he said, I pray you, see how this guy is looking for a problem. <laughs> he said for my wives, my children, I didn't say no. I didn't deny him. Verse 8. And now he's saying, the elder said, I don't mind him. And then verse 9. Then he said to the messenger, tell my Lord King. This is one king, going another king, Lord. You know, some people say sir to arm robbers when they point gun at them. The guy is 21. The man is 40 or 50 or 60. I say, yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> he said, Tell my Lord King, all that thou hast said, I will do the first time. He said, But this second one is too much. I have already said, Okay, I will give you my wife and my silver, but coming to my house to pick anything, no. Now, when Behadad heard, he got angry. Verse 10. I'm just showing you the background, and he said that, Okay, the gods do so unto me and more so. If the dust of Samaria shall suffice for and not for the people that follow me. And the king of Israel said, tell him. Now the king is getting bored. Now he said, okay, tell the guy. You know, he sent the servant back when, he, when the king said no to the second request. 
And he said, tell him that tomorrow, if we don't waste everybody in your town, cause me myself. And the king said, no problem. Then he gave him one party, but he said, let him. You know, he's talking like a helpless man. He said, shall I tell him? Let him go back to that verse. He said, let him that take the sword. Let him that guided his sword, not boast as the one that put it off. It's a way of saying that you don't know what can happen tomorrow. <laughs> now, when the king heard the message, he said to his servant, set yourself in array. And they were ready against the city. But I want to show you a twist. Look at what happened next. Behold, there came a prophet to Ahab the king and said, Hast thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver into your hand this day, and thou shalt know that I am God. As the king was waiting for the day of doom to come, he said, well, he said he's coming to destroy us. I've said that, well, only God knows tomorrow. <laughs> then the prophet came and said that, Thus hear the Lord. These people, I'm going to finish this entire army and give them to you. Then look at, then he said, we order the battle, he said, you will go first and so on. Verse 15. They numbered the young men, numbered the army. They were few compared to the people who were against them. But then verse 16. Something happened. They went out at noon. But ben was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions. And he had the kings and 32 kings that, that what he had 32 kings with him. That means 32 kings against one king. That was why the king was helpless. I said, Well, uh, uh, please, you know. The young men came out of the princes. They told him there are men coming out of Samaria. This is the trick. Verse 18. And he said to them, <laughs> mm. You are going to see when this message ends. You will see what you call crazy things happening around you. But crazy righteousness. God will influence people. And they will take some, what people will call irrational decisions. But it will be to the glory of God. Are you following me? God can use anybody, including his enemies, to achieve his purpose. Now look at what this guy said. He said whether they come out for war or for peace, Take them alive. Isn't that strange? Is that possible? If you give this kind of command to your soldiers, you have finished all of them. Imagine 10,000 Boko Harams facing 20,000 Nigerian army and the president is saying that, you know what? Whether they start shooting at you or not, bring them alive. How? You are in a battle. You are coming from afar. They are firing arrows at you. You are supposed to fire by your king saying, don't shoot anybody. I want you to bring all of them alive. That means your king is sentencing all of you to death. But he said that because he was drunk. And he even added the question, whether they come for peace or they come for war, bring them alive. And in those days, you must not disobey the king. <laughs> Who made him to do this? Remember a word came. I'm showing you that when God gives a word, He manipulates something from the spirit realm to the physical realm. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. A prophet said to me, they will be, and so the young men prophecies came out of the city and the army that followed. If you read the rest of the story, Israel wasted those people. Because Israel soldiers kept firing at them and they couldn't fire back because their king said that they must be captured alive. And they destroyed almost half of them until they retreated. Why? 
Jehovah made the guy to make an irrational decision. I gave an example of Wednesday. And I will stop here. We are going to continue. Hallelujah. On Wednesday, when I was, you heard me, I said his testimony here, the department here, and I is in Abuja with a fantastic job. And I told them on Wednesday what really happened about it, you know. He was working as a copywriter and some other time. And then for some two, three years, he had no job again. And every interview he went for, being a very brilliant man, he will be the best, but then they will, at the end, they will say, we'll get back to you. So one day, it was during Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday or so. He just came in the morning. I was in the office and he said he was going for another interview and then he went. So in the evening, I said, oh, I said, ah, it was wonderful. Because they had interviewed him before and he did so well. And they said that the MD was coming for almost six months. The MD didn't come. Finally, the MD came to Nigeria, or the GM, and sent for him. And he went there. And they had a very wonderful chat. And the GM said, okay, this, we, can, we can pay this, I will pay this. And they finally agreed on a, on a, on a, on a particular amount to me that it will be paid. And the GM said, fine, this is wonderful. And he said, I will send you an official mail in the evening. And evening passed. We had service. In the night, I kept asking him, so there's no mail. Thursday, no mail. Friday, and then like that. And at that time, he was frustrated. I said, Pastor, this is becoming a pattern. Now, I saw the man today. We agreed on the amount. What next? And the mails, the mail is just not coming. Now, he had done a test Abuja before then that he had forgotten about. So, when he told me, I just said that when we come for Sunday service, during the leader's devotion, remind me. Just tell, remind me that we want to pray with you. So, he did. I just saw him as we prayed, and then I said, Everybody, let's that this week there will be a miracle. So I asked everybody to touch him, and everybody did. So I touched him also. All of us prayed, the leaders, and we left. And then my wife was not in the country, then she was in Maryland, America. Then she called me, and she said that, Hey, I saw something. I saw the leaders playing under the rain, and uh, was there but the water wasn't touching him like a bucket on his head then he said she told me that look there's a bucket over his head and it's not water is not touching so i stretched my hand to remove the bucket and several hands joined me in removing the bucket she didn't know that we put our hands together to pray for somebody but she saw it there that was on sunday by tuesday or wednesday i can't remember whether tuesday or wednesday of the same week one of the boys when they wrote that test in abuja long time ago just casually became his friend. They had called them for training. They left him out. The boy got to the training, sat down. All the ones they were training them day one, day two, he wasn't concentrating. He kept thinking that. I met one boy writing text. Where is this? Not here. You know what? You know when they are training you, you behave very well. But not this guy. He got up and he went to the admin office. And he went to look for the list and he was checking. Why is this guy not here? That is not ordinary. And then he looked and he saw that there was a letter to him, but he was not called. Probably he had been replaced by somebody. Because the guy that did it from a particular place. And that was what happened. And this boy didn't stop. He went to me, the secretary, and said that there is a name on that list. And the guy is not in the training with us. What is happening? They tried to tell him to shut up that. Who are you to tell him? He said, but he maintained his stand. And then later he said, hey, we sent him a Maybe he didn't get the mail. Then the guy didn't stop there. Then he brought out his phone and he called. Where are you? You better call me now. We've been doing training. So he ran to tell me in the office. I said, go to Abuja streets. 
Ah, that was it. When we prayed, an angel moved somebody in his class. He was he could have sat down to be enjoying the training by himself, but he became restless. Next week, I'm going to talk about how exactly we direct our prayers. That the effect of it will direct men to align with God's will for our lives. It is His will that will be blessed. Say, these things are strong. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Somebody was telling us his testimony. Can you imagine the wife was giving birth and the chief nurse there was closing her leg? She was there and screamed. Then the woman's eyes opened. She didn't know what she was doing. Many of the things we call ordinary. And several, I will show you several passages in the Bible. Where people that prayed or God spoke a word. The next thing that will happen is that a thought will enter into people's hearts. Can you remember when Elijah spoke that about this time tomorrow? Elisha, a measure of which shall be sold for a shekel. The next verse is that then there were four lepers. They are sat down before them. But when the word was spoken, a thought came to them that they should rise up and go and check. And they found out that nothing. I'm sharing this message not just a teaching. But because the Lord said to me, thoughts will start coming to people on your behalf. Amen. Hallelujah. And negative thoughts will start going. Amen. Praise the Lord. They are considering a promotion for somebody and somebody comes in and says something negative about the person that does it. Many times, conversations, that's why the Bible says, every tongue that rises you against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. How do you condemn? You don't know everybody speaking against you, so you can't stand before them. But there is a way we pray that any utterance against you is condemned already. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Otherwise, we will not be able to make progress as we should. Because in life, we rise by recommendations. But the right thoughts must come to people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When these forces are working, they move, they just sow thoughts. Second time we'll see, Amman look at Bodhikaya, and he told that he should waste the entire generation. And the next thing, the decree was enacted that all Jews should be annihilated. A thought that entered one man's hand. This is how principalities and power, this is how they work. This is how they sow seeds. This is how somebody will see a woman who will be his destiny partner for life. And they thought to come up something against her that will cause relationship to break. And then she, it's going to go the wrong way. The forces will monitor, present a case until it's tricked out of the path of destiny to the wrong paths. Why was uh, King Ahisaros promoting Ammon? The Bible didn't record anything that it did. It was just a thought pattern. Have you heard people saying that I just like you? And then some cases, I just hate you. Somebody comes in for an interview, the MD has decided, I just don't like his face. Now, this shows more people go for me. Sometimes, you know that some of those guys in, in uh, 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 American Party in particular, they made up their mind to say no. Without even looking at documents. The person is coming, something is annoying them. But you know, they maintain. They just have one or two questions. You know the way they ask him, they ask him questions to risk. To refuse you. Not a, there is a way you ask a question to know something about a person. But there is a way you also ask a question to refuse the person. And people see all these things. 
Some they won't allow them to express themselves. They just just stamp it and say, come back on that day. And you can see this. You go for an interview, you can perceive hostility. Hallelujah. Remember the testimony you shared with me? It was text. He was facing Germans and all those things. And then he went and had a brief moment to just pray. Then he sent me a message and I sent a message back. He sent the message at the right time. I think I was standing inside the church here praying, but I had my phone on the seats. So I just sat there alone, alone here praying. And he sent me some Germans and everybody. You know, they were all, and they, they kind of question we were asking, and the way the whole thing was going, he was like, so he excused himself for a while. And then I sent him a message back that don't worry, that the grace of God, and then he went back in, and surprisingly, they said that nobody has performed in Africa like you have done. <laughs> the same guys who were looking at him somehow before that what nonsense are you talking suddenly changed their mind within the space of five minutes men and brethren we are supposed to be diligent as Christians yes we are supposed to be accepted, we are supposed to be, but I'm telling you things are beyond how you see it physically the spirit realm rules over the natural realm it is true by the time a husband is going to stray all the issues I've heard of in marriage and in all those things, it is always a friend of somebody who appears in his life and sows a thought. Takes the person to a place, maybe one joint somewhere, and from there, the downfall of the man starts. And he begins to behave the way he was never behaving before. And everybody's wondering. But thank God for ability by the Holy Spirit to count out these things. Hallelujah. If they have been saying no to you, anytime there is something good about to happen in your life, there is always a bridge. And you seem never to be able to call, cross that bridge. So you are presenting this message. This is just the beginning. You do understand that you need to keep the atmosphere around you charged. When a pot is hot, flies don't perch on it. Don't go cold and allow things to come around you and allow one demon to embarrass you. Don't. Keep the atmosphere strong. That's why Paul saw it and at the end of teaching about warfare, he said, pray with all types of prayer, always in the spirit. That was how he ended the teaching. I'm talking about principality and power. I showed him put the way out. He said, pray with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Always. 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 He said, put on, or just put on said, the old armor of God that you may be able to stand. And he said, I haven't done all to stand. Stand. Then he said, pray with all types of prayer. No wonder he said, pray without ceasing. Yes, I see many people. It's not only here. All over Nigeria. People are members of church, but they won't go for prayer meeting of that church. They call for worship meetings. They call for concerts. They call for drama nights. Wonderful. But prayer meeting, you are not there. Your brethren, your spiritual family people are praying together. You are at home watching prayership. The demon will encourage you to watch. He likes that kind of thing. Hallelujah. The one hour that we lift up our hands, whether they talk about your issue or not, it does something to you. I challenge all of you. The day you have to attend party, you have to go to work, we understand. But any day you are free on Saturday, you are at home in the evening, it is unacceptable. Pray. Pray. Jesus said, watch and pray. Pray. Hallelujah. And walk in dominion. Pray and walk in authority. Pray and walk in victory. 
my spirit is connected to all businessmen in this church. Second quarter of the year, you will experience unprecedented prosperity. Yeah. Miracles in your job places. Yeah. Miracles everywhere. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hallelujah. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.